Hello and welcome to Secret Frequencies. I am your host, Loki. We are here with Eckhouse. What's up, Eckhouse? Welcome to the program. What's going on, What's man? What's going on, man? I'm super happy to be here. Thank you, uh, Slowkey, for having me. And uh, welcome to Secret Frequencies. Secret Frequencies. So, um, talk to me. What have you been up to, dude? Uh, what I've been up to, man, the last six months, I've been up to... Um, this project called uh, Broad Street Bully, which is set to drop uh, February 15th. And with the plug! Yeah. I'm so. also plugging this, too, because I'm on one of the songs. Yeah, so. that is. That's a fact. Number Track four, actually. Broad Street Bully coming out February 15th to all things that play music. <laughs> <laughs> all platforms, all platties. Except vinyl. Except vinyl, yeah. <laughs> Although maybe maybe, maybe a one vinyl version maybe wouldn't one. be too bad. Yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, other than that, I've been working on some uh, Tender Porter stuff. We just dropped a song uh, on on AO Trip Records. Uh, it's a label out in Finland. Um, also um, working on uh, just like some other stuff for after this. Like think about what like the next move is for after this project drops. Um, visuals as well and doing the executive side of uh, no hype music as well you know, like you know behind closed doors type of thing with that so it's pretty much it man I've had a lot on my plate though for sure more than recent you know yeah so talk to me about no hype for a second what, what's going on with no hype oh uh, no hype we got a lot of things going on uh, a lot of records coming out um, in this especially this month and uh, next month uh, we got a lot of stuff coming up in the near future uh, compilation maybe in the works for that but uh it's probably all I can say right now word word I feel you um so let's talk about like your kind of like some influences and like how you got started like what like what what made you want to be like, yo, I'm, I'm fucking about this music shit. I want to, I want to do it. About producing? Yeah. Or just like making music in general. Um, or did it like come more like DJing first for you? Or like when? I, I definitely did start DJing yeah. like very first. Um, like I think I got the controller. I got an Attractor S2 first. I can't really remember though. I think, I think I got the actual, uh, the drum machine, the machine from uh, Native Instruments first. I think that, I'm, I'm really, it's a little hazy, but I know it was all, like, in within the same year. I know it was, like, I was 19 or 20 when I was, like, all right, I'm putting in, you know, I'm getting it going. And uh, my dad actually helped me get my first, both of them, he actually helped me, like, split it. So uh, that was plus. Shout out, Dad. Um, Dad's a big, <clears throat> a big influence, too, because uh, he was in, like, a, a band for a while and played bass. So it was cool. What was um, your dad's name or his band name? I mean, uh, called the Yellow Bench. They were like the they Yellow played, Bench. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was like a funny story. Like there's like a whole deep thing about that. But um, is it like part of the Yellow Submarine? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. It was like uh, a bench that they actually used to hang out at and like jam, and like hang out and you know like do what you would do in the seventies. You know, hippies, a bunch of hippies. So. It wasn't like, I don't think they recorded any music, but they would play a bunch of shows. I've seen them play live, like, in, like, bars and stuff, like, even when I was, like, 19, 20. Um, Shout so, out yeah. bars. It's a little family band, like, one of one of the other guitar players is, like, a cousin, so it was cool. Bars, it was, yeah, Music was definitely always played around the house, and, like, definitely just music was just always around. So what's up, man. Influences, though, as artists, you want to know? Um, yeah, what, what's like, uh, what's some, some artists that you look up to, or you like, just listen to, to on the regular? Uh, definitely as far as like, um, like actual like singers, like vocalists, Kid Cudi is definitely my favorite, um, but producers, I would say, <clears throat> like, Dr. Trey, obviously, Dilla, um, I'm thinking like, uh, Scott Storch, Alchemist, uh, uh the RZA, I mean. My bad. Um, just to, like, I could go on for days about, like, producers, especially hip-hop. Uh, EDM style is, like, I could also go on for days. But definitely those core couple guys, uh, Diplo, Skrillex, you, you know, you know, you get the gist. But um, definitely 
uh, Alchemist for sure, and uh, the RZA for sure. Word. Just love the sampling. Yeah. So, do you use sampling a lot when you like when you make music, or you kind of like do you make music based off a of sample? You kind of try and make a sample work into something you're already working on. Uh, so like I mean, it depends. Like with Broad Street Bully, there's actually only one sample bass track and it's the one that you happen to be on um but when when it comes to sampling it's just like you hear it like sometimes i'll hear the sample first and i'm like oh man i gotta like i gotta i gotta sample that you know flip it or something and just do it you know if it stinks you know it stinks it's all trial and error but sometimes majority of the time come out with some dope stuff i like to chop it up and, and machine first so or yeah, so let's talk about uh like Broad Street Boy for a sec. So like, um, what kind of brought that project together? Oh, word! I'm happy you asked that. Um, the reason why we're we're all here right now. Um, so the reason, like, I mean, it's like kind of a deep uh a, a deep idea that kind of, it came to me over time, but uh, I had made the first beat which I called Broad Street Bully, and. I was working on a lot of beats from, from quarantine and like I was in between like laptops, my laptop that I had for like five, four years when I really like got serious into like producing, which was like my, my baby. I didn't even have it backed up or anything like totally died on me. So when I got the new one to now it's been like six or seven months, something like that. And, uh, I dropped the first beat. And one of my, my big homies, one of my homies that's also on the the actual project itself is a, produ a producer collab. He was like, yo, like, this song is tough. Like, you should just name this, like, the whole project. if you're Because I had, like, a bunch of beats in the stash. So I was thinking about, I've been thinking about dropping a big project for a while anyway. I think the clock here. style this whole year like when dropping beats with visuals has been like philly in the background or something to do with philly because i'm now been here a year and uh it's just like you know totally like trying to solidify my existence in this city so broad street bully is like what the flyers were called back in the day right right so i figured like at first drop a bunch of like heavy beats you know big like sub big subs like you know big sounds 
and then like also filter in some of my chill stuff because you know you gotta have like a little night and day type of concept too and you'll see like if you check the you know the actual track list or listen to all the songs some of them are, are labeled or named different spots in philly in like different neighborhoods like what um so like first is like broad street obviously uh broad street is like if you're not from philly is like the kind of like the main strip and it can take you from like south philly all the way up to north or like vice versa and you can get off and like go off in between you can hit center city which is like the big tourist attraction obviously or like it's also like really nice to be part of it's the kind of like manhattan of new york i would say right um and then after that uh another one that's kind of about philly is snyder sound effects from septa like oh, the yeah. train when i got on the train one day i was like oh you know like you ever been to that walgreens at broad and snyder uh no nah, no nah. it's the most hood walgreens yeah it's probably there's, the there's worst, always right? people like in the fights i've like, seen security. it walk past it it's just like there's always people congregating out of it right like is that the yeah. one the yo there's this one? crazy video i was watching on youtube the other day it's like this kid comes in it's like the skinny white kid who's like just trying to steal some i don't even know what he's fucking stealing some bullshit he like yeah. stuffs it in his pants and the security guard is like tinier than him and he's like hey you gotta put that back i'm calling the cops you stay right here he's like hey i'll, I'll put it back just don't call the cops and he's like nah bro i'm calling the cops and then he tries to like to like grab him like from leaving and yeah. like this guy just keeps running and he's just like literally just like on the ground as his kids like kicking away pulling him away He's like, nah, I need, to, I need to go, man. He's like, I put it back. Don't let me go. He's like, no, nope, you're staying here. I'm trying to call the cops. 
and like the cops actually show up and finally but like this literally this dude is like on the floor being dragged by this guy trying to get out of there because oh, like, he's just like fucking <laughs> like, I don't no, know 5'1 no, or no, something like he's this tiny guy trying to be a security guard there's no business being a security guard how do you get that job right but yeah but shout out Walgreens shout out Walgreens sponsor us send us I don't know cheap convenience food I could use some some Snickers Mountain <laughs> Dews, Red Bull. some Mountain Dews um, this is brought to you by Mountain Dew. But yeah, I mean, there's also like a bunch of other ones too uh, about Philly. Uh, the Devil's Pocket is right. a little neighborhood by the Scoople. Um, and so is every track on the album supposed to be about like a different part of Philly? Uh, no, like, I mean, that was one of the ideas I was thinking of making the project. But um, I felt like that, like sprinkling them in in between, like could also like give you a different vibe because like in a trip, like in a journey what I was trying to give like the listener a little journey around Philly or like my personal journey around Philly um, there's also Liberty Lands which is in order of Liberties uh, we got Ox which is a, a, a block on uh, in North North Philly yeah, that's where Mad Ox comes from I don't I don't think so <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't plan for it to be like that no I'm just saying like his name do you think his name's not Ox bro it's not no I'm just saying do you think he's from Ox if he thinks he's a bull. I know he's from like North Philly somewhere. Like a, like a big bull. I don't Shout know. out Maddox. If he has like a play on bull, spin. like, yo, what's up, mm-hmm. bull? Like, young bull, <laughs> you know, like a little ox, like Matt Ox, you know? Like, yeah, like that's it. Um, but yeah, there's a couple. Uh, not all of them are based upon Philly, though. And it's just like, you know, just like my journey and then like everything else is like kind of peppered in. You could go track by track if you wanted to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go track by track. What do you mean? Track by track. All right, let me pull. Let me pull the track list. So, uh, first we have um, Ross Bull, who kind of went into that too. So, like where I used to live, I just moved like in a new part of Philly, but uh, where I used to live, I would walk down Oregon and hit the Broad Street line. So, like that was the first one. That's why I called it that. Second one, uh, the second track um, was Groovin. Yo, what's up, it's Zach House, and you're listening to Secret Frequencies with my man Slowkey.
Uh, it's a collab with Just Kev. Shout out Just Kev. Uh, that one, I've actually only made like the flutes and I sent them that to like actually to work on with another rapper and the rapper eventually passed on the track and um, I was like, yo man, like he, he, he sent something back that was just so crazy with the flutes like he had all the drums and everything in it um, and I was just like, yeah dude, I have to put this on my project and this kid's gonna pass on the, on the track, so that's track number two. chopped it up like the whole actual wave of the song and yeah, then fucking we recorded it. it and you should probably tell the people at home and also myself because i'm curious how those lyrics came about and like if they're about anybody or i mean not really bro i just listened to that fucking peter gabriel song it's kind of inspired by that like i had like like one or two lines written really and then i just kind of went off the city lights thing with the fucking, uh, the boom, 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 yeah, fucking you, you sample. Yeah, you killed that you part, know? bro. You, you definitely fed off of that, bro. Yeah, so that's kind of, uh, yeah, it's definitely inspired by the sample. 
no doubt, no doubt. Um, and then, like, what's, what's your process, process like, though, when you're writing? When I'm writing? Yeah. Um, you're flipping this interview upside down. I'm asking yeah. you the questions for a little bit. You do not ask the questions. <laughs> I will be asking the questions. I have some questions here. Nine, nine, nine. No. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It depends. Trying to make stuff rhyme. <laughs> True, I guess. All right. That's all. He's not giving away the secret sauce today, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know, man. It's Tune different in for, for every song. episode. It's like, you know, I'll, sauce. I'll fucking. I'll write songs like. Is it based on like feeling there? Well, usually based or... off the beat because usually I'll write the beat first. Of course, or, yeah. I don't know. It depends if I'm working with somebody too. Because like but for this like, one, the, obviously the beat was done. You sent me lyrics like super fast. Yeah. And so like that's why I was kind of. Like, I mean, I usually go. I, I can make a lane. melody like right away. You know what I mean? But like I don't necessarily have like words for it. So sometimes I just like hum something and make a hum track and then write words to it after I hear the humming. You know what I mean? This guy, yeah. Definitely check some of his music out because this guy, like his singing. Yeah, I got I got some notch. some music. I mean, I do some things. So we continue with the track list. Let's continue. Yes, continue. He needed a beer break. All right. So uh, after City Lights, which is probably. The more most radio friendly track on on the project, as I'll conclude that one. Uh, we have uh, Liberty Lands, which uh, that one. I don't I don't always start with the drums first on the track, and especially not on like a, a lot of the project that I do that in my production. But this one especially, I I know for a fact I made the drums first, and then I like was trying to fill in with the melody, like uh, how to fit it in and. If you're a big production buff, you could hear that like a lot of actual of the percussions or the hats are panned to a certain way, and uh, if you listen to it in headphones, it sounds pretty sick. Six is Basilica. 
Basilica uh, Church of the Saints of Peter and Paul, I think is the name, mm-hmm. is like the biggest church of Philadelphia. So like, I literally one day, like making a lot of the names, I was sitting on Google, like looking at the map of Philly and like, you know, Googling things about Philly and stuff like that, um, which kind of ties into like almost all the names for, for the most part. Right. Uh, so yeah, and then we got Ox after that. Ox uh, kind of sounds like, um, you ever hear that one Justin Timberlake song? I don't know why it's it's stuck in my head, but uh, Cry Me a River. Like when I hear that song, I start singing Cry Me a River. Cry me, cry me. <laughs> not, definitely not the same song you're singing. But what? Cry Me a River. It's at the end. Oh. Uh, I literally like just forgot the radio. Right right I'm not doing that again. <laughs> Hey, how about this Kermit? You're listening to Secret Frequencies with Smokey! Before my laptop like crapped out and I had to get a new one, uh, he actually was talking to me about this idea of doing a project with like sampling punk or rock songs into like beats and like doing that kind of concept. And he told me he really wanted to use um, this POD sample. So there's two actual samples. My bad, I lied. There's two samples. Um, and it's POD, Youth of the Nation. And uh, I don't know if you guys know that one, but uh, you'll hear it. We are, we are, we yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. That That's one. it. Nail that on one. the head. You got that one, right? <laughs> Bro, you tell me I don't know Crimey River. You were singing it so bad. That was awful. I hope you like double take to the Crimey River again in the editing, but maybe not. Um, but yeah, so Nero actually sent me pretty much almost a whole done project. Like It was a really great show. It was like, 808 drums he had to sample a little bit in there 
and I just added like some piano, some strings, and did like a little quick mix on everything. And then actually, right before I uploaded everything to you know distribution, he did me like a, a little solid on the mastering on that one. And it was just like it just came together really well. Like I love working with Nero. Nero is actually one guy that I've I've looked up to in the Jersey nightlife scene for a long time because he's he's been in it from like the deco days like way way back if you guys are from jersey and, and know that like a jersey fam so jersey <laughs> um yeah so that concludes that one producers we got like two more jersey producers actually collabed after this um the second one is a neighborhood in philadelphia it's a small neighborhood called devil's pocket <laughs> damn i'm being all serious oh i'm here that should be a good this is super serious
It's like a really small neighborhood by the school, like I said earlier. And um, Spooky sent me like another guy who sent me like almost like a done track. And uh, I just kind of jazzed it up. I added some vocals to it, like a little vocal sampling from Arcade, uh, some perks and stuff. I did like more so the mixing and mastering on that one. And um, I also sampled a little interview from this band from back in the 70s called The Devil's Pocket. And uh, it was really dope to add there. And uh, honestly, you might actually expect a project with me and Spooky, the Spooky Boys together, like a little joint project from like the two of us. So, Spooky Boys! Yeah, shout out, shout out Pete. Spooky Boys. Shout out Pete. Yeah, sure. Um, and shout out Will Cruz and the Adventurous Crew for actually putting me on to him as a producer. Uh, they've been working with him on some other stuff lately. and. The adventures have always been like my go-to artists and my big brothers for sure. So definitely shout out to them. Uh, and the last Jersey and the last collab, but Mans actually lives in Seattle now, probably moving in the next couple of years or this year to another country. But Sir Nicholas, let me just talk about Sir Nicholas as as the homie first. Like that dude, talk about influences. Oh man's fucking if I if he never got a machine and showed me a machine, I wouldn't even be a producer today. Like I'll say it like that, flat out. Um I remember the first time he came to my crib when I used to rap, like when I used to think I was cool when I was like a rapper, which is like a real joke. Um but he showed me his machine and I was just like so like infatuated by it, like in, in, you know, just like I was like, damn, like I wanna make beats, like fuck this rapping shit, like this is a definite better like display of like what I want to make you know like definitely better than having to like voice it with my words uh, that's just how I feel and uh over the years like he's heard so many bad beats and, and so many bad tracks like from the first gens to like the second generation music to like to even now like and you know I probably would be nowhere without his guidance in, in music for sure like I'll, I'll definitely give him that a lot of credit for that and uh, that collab, uh, it's called Reunion.
pretty much a reunion. I went out there uh, to see him for his birthday in September, and uh, we didn't actually start it then, but like that's kind of why we gave it that name because uh, it had been a couple of years since I'd seen him last. Right, he was living out in the West Coast, so uh, really dope. When I did like some of the chords and stuff, and he, uh, I sent it to him like as like loops, and he just like produced the whole track like again, kind of like just Kev like type of uh, atmosphere with that one. And then the last three have different meanings. Um, I'll give you. Uh, oh shit! I keep I keep losing it here. Here we go. Um, so foreplay and breakup, uh, those were actually two submissions, uh, to another label for their compilation that actually not so got denied, but they just didn't fit the, um, the sound for that compilation that they were going for. And, uh, you can, sh you can check out PFLG, uh, that the label it was for, but yeah, there were like some art, I was like going for R&B with those two and obviously by the names like you can tell that there is somewhat a little sexual in the audio not that there's any sex samples or anything like that but it's just like something you would play you know when you're uh laying down with a lady or a significant other and uh you know foreplay leads to some other things and then sometimes if the relationship ain't going well you you end in a breakup so that was that. And then the last one, uh, it's called Bella Vista. Philly, uh, South Philly. It's like a little neighborhood, but right by the water, kind of like uh, by Columbus, like right over there, like off of Oregon, but like not so much. I'm not really entirely sure, so don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> don't. 
Um, but yeah, that one was actually originally for this artist, uh, Sophie, Sophie B. Um, and obviously, you know, she didn't want it anymore. Like it just didn't fit her style. And I figured, uh, I'll use that to close it. And a little, uh, little side note, it starts with some like birds chirping. Um, it's like kind of like a family thing, but, uh, my dad's a very spiritual guy and he always told me like, you know, when my, after my grands, my grandparents passed away, his mom and dad, he's like, anytime he hears like birds chirping, he like thinks it's them or like thinks of them. So like I added that in the little intro for that. And, uh, you know, also like to give it like a sunny day, like you hear birds chirping on a sunny day. You don't really hear them chirping when it's like rainy and nasty out, like usually come out when it's like a beautiful day and they're flying around and you're like, oh wow, it's a nice day. Like you hear that song, it's like a nice little chill way to like kind of ride out of the uh, the project. And then the last and final track is the instrumental to City Lights because we had to give them the instrumental version, you know? So that's the whole track list, 14 tracks in all with the instrumental 14 the tracks. It's going to be on all platforms. Um, I actually just made a Bandcamp, BeatStars, and Audius for this project. Oh, So it's going to be shit. on that, too, as long as well as iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Um, what am I forgetting? YouTube. YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud. It'll be on my personal YouTube. Shazam. Shazam. TikTok. Tick, tick, talk, tick. Talk, tick. Deezer, I think. Deezer, these nuts. <laughs> Instagram. These grams. These grams. These ounces. We're not going to get into that, though. I probably have some family trying to watch this. I don't know. These families. These families' daughters. Shout out, shout out to... Shout out to these families' daughters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you said it. Yeah. You know what I'm looking forward to, though? After this, getting some food with this guy and talking about other music possibilities to come. Music possibilities. Yeah, because the grind don't stop, man. And I just wanted to say that for this project, it was like really roughly six months of me like waking up in the morning and just opening my laptop and, and getting after it at least for an hour a day. And like mostly more than often, it was all day <laughs> I'd end up producing beats like because of quarantine and like the COVID shut down and everything. And, you know, I, I really wanted this this project to just um, show um, my growth as a producer because I've done a, a beat tape as a different alias like years ago and I definitely think my music has come a long, a long way since then like I'm not copy or anything I have a lot to learn but uh, definitely confident in where I'm going now and where I was if you were an alias what what alias would you be? What well, was my alias, or you want me to make a new one right now? On the spot? You, yeah, what's what's your new alias? My new alias? I mean, I'm not making. Are you like you like you know, just doing for like you know like like Prince man? Just if like, I was like the artist formerly known as, but I'll, is now. <laughs> I mean, all right, true, but uh, artist formerly known as Eckhouse. Uh, if I was to go full fledged with like techno, like deep tech. Oh yeah. I, I have an alias, and I would wear these exact shades for it. Um, and it would be, Hello, artist formerly known as Echaus is now DJ Shlomo. You are in a mix. I would do it like that, and I would try to make like... DJ little, Shlomo? DJ Shlomo, baby. You know, I play the, <laughs> only the finest deep in tech, you know. I'm out here. I'm coming to America 2022. Fuck COVID. <laughs> In Russia, slow-mo play you. In Russia, I spin records, but they spin you. You get? You get, yes? Yes, you all get. Right, all right, enough of that. <laughs> but yeah. Definitely DJ Shlomo if I did that. Word. Um, all right, so that's that's the whole Broad Street Bowie tape. That's it, 14 um, tracks. What else are you working on? You got some Tenth and Porter stuff coming up? Uh, coming up, yeah. Actually, this month, after this project, is like super jam-packed. Um, so yeah, we had uh, the PFLG compilation. I got a placement on that. Uh, that. That's February 12th. 
at the project of Broad Street Bully on February 15th. Uh, then we got on the 19th, I got a collab with Bitsky dropping on the Gradient Perspective. Um, then the 23rd, I got a Tender Porter um, track called Bliss dropping on Aspire Higher. And sometime in March, we got uh, House EP's Tender Porter dropping on Criminals Collective. So yeah, this month until next month is like jam-packed. I hope you get used to seeing Heck House and Tender Porter everywhere and <laughs> our no-hype artists taking over the game because we're really trying out here and this whole COVID thing has made us like double down and like focus on us and like Oh yeah, so what's, what, do you, what do you mean by that? We doubled down on you doubling down on making music or on investing kind of, myself in yeah. our, our click and, and you know getting like-minded individuals together and getting them all in the same room and achieving all our goals together as, as a team and you know as cliche as it sounds but like all for one and one for all type of atmosphere you know mindset so like that you know we did the whole couple compilations this year we did the one as soon as it the outbreak and then we had chaos right so and more more compilations and, and record releases to come on no hype all, all the time like we're trying to keep that stacked. Our our uh, demo email is pretty full, but we're always accepting email uh, emails and demos. <laughs> I was gonna say emus. <laughs> yeah, we accept emus as bribes. <laughs> if you send us as an bribes. email, we'll we'll sign you right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if that emu is a piece of shit, we'll send it back and make and you pay for shipping two times. Yeah, we'll block your email. And we'll block your emu. <laughs> <laughs> we'll block your emu with another emu. Yeah. Shout out emus. Lemu emu. Lemu. Um. So what's like? What's like one of your favorite places you got to play at? Ever. Like ever, yeah. Webster Hall. You got to play at Webster Hall. Uh, twice. I'd say two times, both uh, both in the balcony lounge. Word. Um, but the second time was way better because Flutzavillian was a headliner. Um, and while I was when I, while I was playing, I was going back to back with Maddie Beats. Shout out the homie back in Jersey. Um, well, when we were playing, Kazo and Candy both came up like into the balcony lounge and like stopped. They were like head bobbing us for a little bit, like to what we were playing. And then they went to like the VIP area. And like later on in the night, I like shook hands with Kazo, like said what up with him, got uh, him and can't use promo email, which was like really dope. But uh, eventually like, I don't think I ever sent them anything, but it was a good night. It was a great night and Flux killed it too. So awesome. That's crazy. What's up, man? So, if you could play with anybody, though, like, who would you want to perform with? Like a DJ set? Um, I mean, just whatever you're into, man. I would love to DJ for Cuddy, because it's just like... That would be great. Like crazy. I said, like I said, my favorite artist right now, right. or like all time, really. Or just even, I would settle for just one studio session, like, and just make a shell that never even comes out. Just like, just one... Studio sessions, all I would need. Like, yo, man, your beats are dope. Be like, thank you, Scott. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Works so hard for this moment, <laughs> you know, like something like that. But I would say that, yeah, definitely. That's a big goal. What's your favorite Kid Cudi song? <sighs> bro, there's so many, bro. Um, I'll tell you two. My favorite one, and then I'll tell you the one I used for my senior quote in high school. Um, my favorite one of all time, I could probably play and just like vibe out to anytime is gotta be Cuddy's own. Just like him and the singing and the rapping and the hums, bro. He was ahead of his time when that when that dropped. Um and then you ever hear the song Cleveland is a reason? Oh no. Um, yeah, well <clears throat> I used that one for my senior quote and uh the line is, uh, I'm cooler than a polar bear's toes. I got, it's, I got, um, I'm got two pretty women by my side and I'm cooler than a polar bear's toes. So, 
That was my, I thought I was pretty cool back then, but little did I know. <laughs> <laughs> little did you know. Hello, this is You're listening to fucking Singer Frequencies with a Slow Kid. That was like Russian Kermit. Hello. Hello, Gypsy. Hello, and thank you for listening to Secret Frequencies. I'm your host, Loki. Tune in next week. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Pew, 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 pew.